Welcome to the Dollar Wise Podcast. At HFM, one of the most significant values we provide our clients is leveraging our experience helping hundreds successfully navigate through life's transitions. On this podcast, our advisor team explores some of the questions we get every day from our clients. We share some insights on financial topics, and we interview some fantastic professionals from our vast network. Our hope is that you leave with some food for thought and some good ideas to consider. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of the Dollar Wise Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and I'd like to introduce a returning guest, one of our first guests from way back in the day, 2020, took a shot on being on a fledgling podcast with three episodes, my returning guest, Donna Baines from Baines College Consulting. Hi, Donna. Hi. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. And I think we were saying the last time that we did this, we were like, still COVID. Mm-hmm. We were on Zoom. Yeah. Couldn't even do it in person. So that was two offices ago for us. And quite a bit happened in your business. So it's been a good three-ish, but uh, now it's nice to be in person, right? And no masks. And no masks. <laughs> I know. It feels like a million years ago, but it wasn't, right? So to give you some background on Donna, when we first met, I think you were just starting your business. I was kind of really in the first couple of years of my business. And I thought what Donna does is just so relevant to what we do, because so many of our clients are in the boat where they're trying to figure out how to navigate this college thing for their kids. Right. And I felt like rather than trying to go about that themselves and go about that and try to figure it out on their own through Google or, you know, with hopefully with the help of a guidance counselor or something, but trying to cobble it together on their own, when I kind of learned what you do, it just really resonated with me. So I want to give us a little sense of what Baines College Consulting does, what your value add is. Yeah, sure. So Next year will be 20 years. I will have experience in college admissions and financial aid. And so I remember when we met and I came into your offices, you guys had just opened up and I felt the same, that there would be a lot of synergy in what we do because as an admissions expert and financial aid representative, once upon a time, I helped students navigate that process. And I learned really early on that the college graduation rates were pretty low. In fact, only 50% of college students were graduating and it was taking them six years to get their four-year degree. And to me, that seems like a sin. You know, you're investing a lot of money every year and to have to spend two extra years and still only about half of the students going would graduate. So Knowing that from my background and then making the transition to independent consulting, I felt like partnering with somebody like yourself that sees the value of education, but also wants to protect the investment. So I think that's how we I think first that's how we met. hit it off. You yeah. know, we always look at what we do is coaching people around their personal yes. finances, around their investments. So seeing what you do, coaching people around a big choice that them and their child are going to yeah. make, that they may only make once, twice, maybe three times if they have a For couple sure. kids. Having some help and having somebody to guide you through what that process looks like and and how to get the most out of it to make sure you're making a wise. Did you get that help when you were in high school? No. So I was, oh my God, my experience was about as simple as you could imagine. I was one of the lucky few, I'll say, that really good test takers, got a great score on my SATs, had pretty good grades. So I was able to get in University of Maryland. And I wow. think I got that one acceptance and I just stopped applying. I'm like, that's good. <laughs> so that I was, was really low key. Yeah, that was very typical <laughs> yeah, was, back then. Yeah. I don't know how long ago that was for you, but yeah, for me, it was God, over 20 years, years ago. And yeah. that was typical. We applied to one college and 
that's where and we went. That was it. And it wasn't $100,000 to go there. It wasn't $200,000. Yeah. I think it was probably seventy five, eighty dollars altogether yeah. back then. So it was, uh, it was definitely a different, yeah. uh, different world than we find ourselves in today. It's very and I different. think that you know, the synergy of what we do together has really added a lot of value to, I know, clients of HFM that we've referred to Donna I'm over glad the years, to hear it. including the president of HFM, Mr. Michael Pelosi, oh, has right. had some of his own children go through the experience with Donna to great success. So it's been a pleasure working with his kids too. One of the things that we wanted to hit on today was, you know, we were having lunch the other day and doing some networking. And one of the things that popped up as like a really good thing that we thought would be great for our listeners is how do you know if college is a wise investment for your child? Yeah. It's a huge question, right? But how do you determine it? So in my 20 years of experience, I've worked with a whole lot of students from a whole lot of backgrounds and kind of our philosophy and our process in helping families is to work backwards. First, understanding a family's values and when they come and by the time they find me, most of them have decided that college is right for them. And then we start asking questions to understand, well, why are you going to college? What would you like to study? What career are you trying to get into? Or what skills are you trying to acquire? And because that's really the purpose, right? College is the vehicle to the career. It's the end game. What are we trying to shoot for here? Yeah. Right? And oftentimes it's that question that sort of makes them think deeper about the meaning of this education and what the value is. And thankfully, we start working with them typically in the junior year and really doing that career exploration to work backwards. And when we identify a student's personality and their strengths and where they see themselves after college, then we can start to narrow down the options. Because at this point, there are more than 5,000 institutions of higher education in the U.S., more than any other country. (laughs) (laughs) It's good business. Yeah. I mean, but for a young person, 17, 18 years old, trying to make that big decision, that's really overwhelming. So if we can narrow down some of their options by understanding what do they want to accomplish and then counting the big factors like distance and cost is usually one of the biggest we're able to come up with an optimized list of potential colleges that they could fit into. Which I just think that that exercise, even I know there's more you do beyond that, but that exercise alone I think is so valuable because that is one of the things that we key in on with our clients when they ask us, gosh, I don't go through the college planning process with Johnny, like anything we should know, anything, any tips? And my number one thing is just make sure that what Johnny goes to school for, regardless of whether he goes to community college or Harvard, is worth it in so many words. You know, make sure it's something that is going to be employable someday. That you're making this investment, make sure it's something you actually have a good job in and something that he has some passion around or some interest in. I think so many people don't lead with that. It's just so refreshing to hear. Yeah, and you know, times have changed even in the last decade. There was a time early in my career where maybe a student that wanted to pursue photography or art that it didn't seem like there would be gainful employment in that. But- Things are constantly changing in the industries, and now we're seeing a space for creatives and a space for people that are interested in performing arts. But there are a lot of tools and resources that we can actually use to kind of measure that return on investment and career and and what the expected growth and potential salaries are. So when you're going through that exercise and you're working with this family or this child early on in the process, does it ever happen that you find yourself sitting across from them and starting to realize that maybe the four-year degree is not the perfect fit for this child. And 
What are some of the things that you start to think about? How do you have that conversation? (laughs) So I had to learn to take my own advice. You know, another part of my philosophy working with young people is to treat them like an adult. And it's been a really fun experiment in some ways. Like when you're working with a teenager, getting them to act like an adult and make responsible decisions and to speak for themselves and what matters to them and tell you what even they're capable of. When you start to learn that individual, you find out that there are sprinters and there are marathon runners. And once you know the capacity for a student mentally, even financially, and their, their resources, sometimes you, you do discover that a four-year college might be difficult for that student. There's a reason only 50% are graduating, and there's a reason it's taking six years. But part of that really has to do with the guidance piece not having enough preparation and understanding of what their options are and not finding the right fit in the first place. So finding the right college fit is really about understanding and building that relationship with a family to understand their goals, their values, and their vision long-term so that we can narrow down that funnel of schools and find out maybe it's a trade program that's best for them. I know one of the things that came up when we were discussing kind of prepping for the podcast a little bit was how this idea that, you know, and I think most parents would agree that at the end of the day, you just want to make sure that your kid's going to have a a gainful career. They're going to be able to support themselves and family someday or whatever. And so we want to see them bettering themselves somehow. And the reality is that could be four-year college, could be two-year college, could be trade school, but we want them somehow bettering themselves. And so I feel that sometimes people close the door off and feel like as parents, got to be college, whether it's something that happened in the parents' lives where that's what they know, or they wish they went to college or, you know, whatever it is, sometimes there's a little undue influence there. And we always have to remind ourselves that trades and training in the trades is important too. And that's the best for sometimes those sprinters, right? Because those programs are a lot quicker in many cases. And helping that student and that family even self-realize, because many times they don't know whether they're a sprinter or a marathon runner when it comes to education. And whether it is a trade program, because, you know, talking about times and things changing, right now the trades are a really favorable industry to go into. Absolutely. I can't find enough people. At all. And the salaries for those students coming out after only a year, the money they're going to gain in salary and everything, there's a lot of reasons to go into it. So whether it's a trade, a community college, or a four-year college, all of them in my mind are higher education. It's all more skills that they're going to be able to use. Make sure that's one of the quotes that they put in our show notes, because I love that. (laughs) Yeah, They're all higher education. They're all bettering themselves. They're all just different forms. And if I can tell you a quick story. Of course. How it relates to me personally. You know, I'm very proud of what I do, and I'm passionate about helping students get into college and to be able to afford it, finding the right college. My daughter just graduated high school in 22, and she's my oldest, and I forced her to apply to 10 <laughs> colleges. <laughs> she was accepted to all of them. Of course. <laughs> and had some great scholarship offers. And, you know, I was really trying to steer her in that direction, like all parents mm-hmm. do. And that's where I had to follow some of my own advice and understand who my daughter was and what her capacity was. And I'm very proud to say that she's in a trade program. She's studying cosmetology and she will finish in October. 
with her license. And that's the right fit for her. And And she came to that self-realization, as you said, right? I I remember you telling me the story. She totally entertained me with Mm -hmm. this other option. Yeah. And I think it was partly because she knew I didn't want her to be that kid that said, my parents never helped me or I didn't have the resources. Nobody talked to me about college. She had all the resources and all the options. Fully informed decision. Completely. But I empowered her, like I try to do with all of my students, to say what she wanted and to self-realize and just support her in that. And I'm so proud. That's awesome. Yeah. That's such a great, you know, like you said, real life story of, you know, eating your own cooking, right? Yes. And it's not easy. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you got to, I liken it to a lot of times on our side when we were working with a family member or a parent as advisors. Mm -hmm. It's always a little bit of a weird dynamic flip and it is uh it's different you know you well there's a committee yeah you know there's a (laughs) committee of people making this decision yeah mom dad the kid sometimes even outside committee people influencing their decision and you know we really try to bring everybody into the fold and get their opinions and talk about it and talk through it because sometimes mom and dad aren't on the same page and even sometimes the child's on a different page and and that's okay But at the end of the day, who's the consumer? Who's going to have to execute on this plan? And who's going to have to show up for class and get that career? And And live with it. I make the analogy a lot of times, just purely with the cost of college, Mm -hmm. is, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when you made a choice of where you were going to school, you weren't signing up for a mortgage. But now you are. And I make the example that you're making this choice at 18 or 17 Mm -hmm. to buy a house that you're going to live in forever. And that's a pretty mature decision that requires everybody being on the same page because it's not as simple as it once was. And it is a, oh, many no. times a big investment. In fact, we talked about back in the day, we applied to one college. Now yeah. students are applying to 20 and 30 oh, colleges. So <sighs> it's a big job. It feels like applying for a mortgage for a young person. Yeah. So they need that handholding for a little bit. And so kind of dovetailing it into the personal finance side yeah. of things, one of the biggest things things once you've you know hopefully gone through the process and done that exercise of figuring out what is a good career for mm-hmm. this child's personality and the way that they engage and the, what they're all about mm-hmm. what is a good program that would be a good fit for them and you've kind of gone through all these things it comes down to the cost and a lot of times when clients come to us the question is hey here is what the cost that we're looking at for this six or seven or eight colleges that they got into how do we make the decision a lot of times there's a big difference between where they got financial aid or packages versus nothing. And so it's like, well, how do you make that choice? And one of the rules of thumb that we feel like is, you know, there's never a universal answer, but one of the good guidelines that we feel like we've, we've kind of figured out over time is if you as the parent, as the family are putting yourself mm-hmm. in some kind of jeopardy of reaching your own long-term goals, like retirement or something like that, because of this expense that you're looking at, or if your child is about to put themselves in a ton of debt, then, you know, it's not to say it's the wrong thing to do, but you really got to consider it a lot more. For if sure. you're one of the people who can write a check, and if it's $80,000 a year, it doesn't really affect your family situation, then by all means, you know, we would say go for it. But if you're one of the more average Americans where this is really going to change your life, you just really got to be sure. And that's part of the reason we feel so strongly about the services you provide. Yeah. And it's really a great relationship because you do have that financial expertise where you can see that big picture for individuals and for families. One of the things and the tools I like to use is those calculators so that we can predict in the future what the net price might be at a university. So 
typically when all is said and done and the family has to make a commitment to a college and they've got several options, you find that with my clients that the price isn't very different okay. in their options. But that's because we've Well, yeah, curated, the list is a little bit, yeah, uh, we've, we've, is definitely biased, yeah, which is good, right? Yeah, we've done that curated filtering. a list yeah. that sort of fits sure. their financial plan. And I don't know what their financial plan is completely, but I do know how to estimate cost of attendance and how to use those calculators and calculate an expected family contribution and then find the colleges that are going to fit what they tell me based on maybe their conversation with you, sure. what their budgets are. Now, is there a go-to resource or a go-to calculator that you would yeah. uh, recommend people check out? 100%. The EFC calculator online, it stands for Expected Family Contribution. It might take 10 minutes and you plug in some information about income, assets, household size, and even student performance like GPA and test scores. And you can start to get a good estimate on what a family would be expected to contribute towards their education. Now, that number usually shocks people because <laughs> they're like, who thinks I can afford this? <laughs> sure. And I try to caution them, you know, try not to think too hard about that number, but I can use that number as a professional to gauge where you might I find a college that list, right? yeah, that's going gotcha. to really reward you either based on, you know, financial need or academic performance, because every college builds their financial packages differently. The second calculator I recommend for families is once we've reached that place where you're seriously considering certain colleges is the net price calculator. I love that, yeah. Yeah, and the colleges are required by law to have a net price calculator available on their website. Again, 15 minutes, go in, plug in some information, and you can get a really close estimate of what it might actually cost your family. I like that because I feel like for people that don't engage someone like yourself, I think it's wild that they will apply yeah. to these schools and really have no, they have some sense of what the tuition is from college board or wherever they looked, but they really have no idea what the price is going to come back at. And a lot of times, unfortunately, these kids hang their emotions and get invested in these schools that maybe they couldn't even afford from the beginning or responsibly afford from the beginning. And it's like having that bit of knowledge around what could this cost before we get our hopes up and get, yeah. and get our application and then, you know, somebody's going to be put in a bad spot. But on the flip side of that, yeah. I have I can think of at least two situations where when I started working with a family that they told me their child really wanted to go to Georgetown, for example, was one school. And this family said, our daughter, she really is fixated on Georgetown. We can't afford it. But what they didn't know is that Georgetown is one of those schools that meets full financial need. So Unless you do the calculator to see what your expected contribution is, you don't know what it's going to cost you. The sticker price is huge. I think right. Georgetown's like 80, almost 80,000. Yeah. yeah. But this student ended up with a $70,000 scholarship wow. because their financial situation was that tight for their family that because she got in, and that's the key, like that some of these schools and University of Miami is another one. This year, I had a student who He's a football player and he wanted to go to school for nursing and that's his dream school. Right. And, you know, I let him know it's a reach for most students just to get in. But if you can get in, usually it's one of those schools that's going to reward you financially based on your need, your financial needs. So kind of, again, that guidance that 
prepares them to make that college list and understanding their financial picture and creating opportunities that they might have eliminated because they just don't know what they don't know. And that, to me, is a perfect place to wrap this up because if, if there's one thing I could say, it's the services that you provide. That's another perfect example of why you're making the investment in, in using somebody like you to help you through this process is to me, at least, uh, a no-brainer because you're about to spend tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of dollars using someone who actually knows what they're talking about to help you through this. Well, thank and, you. And you truly know what your options are is absolutely, almost should be required, I feel yeah. like, if you're going to spend that much money. It's a time-consuming process, yeah. but it's really worth it. And I really spend a lot of times with my students and their families to get to know them. And I treat them like they're my own. And I've, now I have that parent perspective. And, yeah. and so I'm not afraid to tell a family that maybe this isn't the right option for you. You might be looking, let's look somewhere else. Well, I can tell you, we've had nothing but great feedback from the clients oh, that we've referred you. you. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's why we keep coming back. And we really appreciate you coming and being our guest on the Dollar Wise podcast today. Thanks for having me. For all of our listeners, if you're not yet a subscriber of the Dollar Wise podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Amazon, we're on Spotify. Hit that subscribe button and you'll get all your updates direct to your phone. Whenever we drop a new episode, you'll be the first to know about it. Thanks for the time you spent with us today and we'll see you on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dollar Wise podcast. At HFM, our mission is to educate and empower our clients to make wise financial decisions. If you'd like to learn more, please visit us at hfmadvisors.com. The Dollar Wise podcast is presented by HFM Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor firm. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer for sale or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. All investments involve risk and are not guaranteed. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as a recommendation appropriate for any individual. Listeners are encouraged to seek advice from a qualified tax, legal, or investment advisor to determine whether any information presented may be suitable for their specific situation. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.